Welcome back to Deck Hockey Focus. We are here at Crawford Brew Works, right down the street from the rink itself. Uh, Sheck, what on earth are we doing here? Yeah, so uh, we are going remote this weekend uh, in partnership with Crawford, uh, who's helping us out. But they're also going to extend that partnership to everybody at Deck who's participating and uh, offering $2 off a pint uh, for all participants who come in. For so all Crawford is actually two stoplights down, so mm -hmm. from out of town about four minutes away. Uh, definitely a great spot and definitely appreciate that. Come and check them out. They got the best beer in town. Uh, but we are joined today by the Levesque boys. Uh, they are the ones that are in charge of the Team USA three on three, the U17, the U19 coming off their, uh, I guess, silver and bronze medals there respectively. So we're gonna run down the tournament with them and kind of get a look behind the curtain and see what it takes to create a winning team. Thanks for joining us, boys. No, thanks for having Thank us. Thank you very always much. A, always a pleasure. So, hey, real quick, um, obviously Mock hit on it. The U17, U19, a great, great opening uh, weekend for those kids going up to play with the silver and the bronze, U19 um, with the bronze, U17 with the silver. But one of the things I've at least, I've been asked and what I wanted to kind of ask you guys and I've wondered about is how, what's the recruiting process look like? I mean, big country, we're located here in Iowa, but I mean, obviously you had um, the J Jersey boys on the team, yeah. Pittsburgh, Chicago, yeah. and other cities I'm leaving out so what does that look like for you guys and how do you structure you know the recruitment process well we had a, obviously we had the the tryouts here that was in Quad City here in our local deck so all the local we actually had guys from Chicago uh, Louisiana Minnesota Waterloo Springfield come down so most of the most of the recruiting came from that tryout right we saw a lot of great talent it was it was an amazing two-day event for the kids and stuff and we started implementing systems right there like early on that's all we did so so ahead of time because we knew to be the powerhouse like canada we need to we need to have some some special stuff going on, you know what i mean we can't be last minute so we start we did it ahead of time and uh then we had some scouts in different areas to give us names that guys ne couldn't necessarily be at the tryouts because of traveling or other tournaments going on at the same time so uh johnny ruiz was actually the one of our main scouts that gave us a ton of help and he's the one who recommended uh jojo melillo marquise and uh jack gallon who came in and helped a lot with u17 but like i said the, the tryouts and the recruitment with the the scout was a on countless hours and stuff with a Swisher, Meepa and Swisher. We yeah, sat we, down every night for what, yeah, three, was, four, five hours. And it just was awesome, you know, I think, you know we, we all enjoyed it and stuff. And we had, like like Nick was saying, we had scouts all over the United States. Uh, in Nevada, we had Lang and stuff, you know, ex-Mallard player. So yeah, so we had, you know, scouts everywhere looking for different players, sending us resumes. Uh, you know, like Nick was saying, we had a lot of videos from players uh, here, check out our, our highlights of what you know we're doing in our season. Uh, so we took that in account too. So we sat down and, and like I said, we were ahead of Canada and Slovakia on making our team because we knew we had to do those things a little extra to be able to uh, bring back uh, medals. Uh, and they obviously the, the the guys followed the game plan, uh, you know on. You know, to, you know, from A to Z and, you know, shows uh, with the two medals they brought back. Yeah, so with, I guess, the large geographic reach that we got to deal with uh, being Team USA, how do you guys structure the lines? How do you decide, you know, who's playing with who, who's going to be on the power play, who's going to be on the penalty kill? Like, how do you get everything working? And, and is it different at the start of the tournament versus the end of the tournament? And maybe some guys have to be shifted around and stuff like that? Or, I mean... Yeah, I think, like I said, a lot went before from tryouts. Obviously, a lot of guys local, we know them. We know what they're capable, capable of. 
but um, those uh, out of town guys it was hard to see where they would fit in. Obviously, like Pat said, we saw videos from them. We looked up their stats, so we kind of know what type of players they are. But it's always obviously we had lines going in that we made together, but it changed as we won a tournament. And I think by game three, I would say our lines were set, our power plays were set, our PKs were set, and everybody took their role. Yeah, because it, it's about you know the coaches want to find out who gels where. You know, it's not necessarily the the you know those three guys you might think they're going to work well together because one's a scorer one's more a, a grinder in the corner one's a defensive but you know even though they're all elite players they might not have the, the right chemistry uh so uh so that's why you know there's a lot of work you know from game one to the you know to the after the the, the semifinals and stuff uh the, the the rounds for the medals a lot of work you know to figure out what's going to connect well what's the right chemistry and stuff um you know we obviously players that play together throughout the season but you know sometimes actually we were surprised to see that um you know we had a lot of you know the guys that you know let's say played in quad c or or you know we're connecting well with jersey players uh pittsburgh guys so but again you know it came out to be that everybody knew their role they follow their role and that's one thing i talked to a lot of parents here just like today while put the, the players or teams were putting their tents up i'm like you know the t the team u17 u19 they all knew their role if they were there to score they they you know they did that if they were to block shots play defensive play pk play power play and that's how you create a winning team um you know i think uh, um you know you can tell teams that win more win less is when they win less is they they all want to score they, they, or they all want to play. Uh, they all want to play defense. They all, they, they all want the same thing, right? But you know, when you really want to make it far and and, and win, you got to kind of like have a role, you know, like, you know. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's great. So, um, one of the questions I had. This is more of a personal question for me, though. Is going into those late metal rounds. What was the atmosphere like oh. for those kids? Like, <laughs> what yeah, was it like just being there? Especially when you're reading uh, games. Yeah. Like. Uh, just yeah, fill yeah. us in. Like, I think the 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 atmosphere, the guys, it's crazy. Like we said, it's a lot of guys didn't know each other. We just we had a group a group chat going, and you can see before the tournament, nobody wanted to say anything. Nobody, everybody's a little shy to talk and stuff. And as soon as it started going, we had a little meeting. Everybody started to know each other. Guys were hanging out, going to the restaurant together, grabbing a Tim Horton snack and stuff. And we were, it was cool for the coaching staff. We we're just watching yeah. the the kids and like, wow, like. That they're gelling already and it's not even game one and we show up game one we take North America who ended up playing in the semis right was one of the best teams we beat them in the shootout right off the bat to start and right from then we're like wow this this team is going to do damage you know all the guys were gelling everybody on the bench was pumped and excited like Pat said I think we we had a, a philosophy that we wanted to bring in the team it's a team philosophy it's it's about the team before yourself right if you play one shift a period that it doesn't matter right whoever it's all one team and everybody bought into our philosophy and that's what made the difference i think that's why we we went so far in that tournament that's why we got those two medals no i think it's a, it's a big again you know i'm kind of repeating myself but you know winning was a big you know obviously that that following the system of the coaches but we had like nick was saying we really wanted the team to gel off the rink you know because we knew if they that camaraderie and stuff and the chemistry was off the rink it would show on the rink uh and and like nick was saying it was unreal how they the chemistry got going right away pretty quickly um and 
it's crazy. After the last game when, you know, we were in the locker room and, you know, saying our goodbyes, I mean, it was emotional for all players, you know. Uh, so it's, it's, it's exciting to see that uh, in a short amount of time how you can create, like, a crazy bound with, like, your teammates and stuff. But, you know, those big events like the National Cup Tournament coming up here in the Quad City, it's moments that, you know, you want to relive and stuff. It's unreal moment, moments. The adrenaline's, like, to an extreme level. Uh, you know, we all know the day the World Cup ended, the adrenaline's down, and you're like, what's going on? Like, Sunday night, we're all going to be like, okay, I need adrenaline here. Like, what, what happened here? Just right? It's like, you know, it's uh, – but, yeah, it was a, it was an unreal moment for all the players and the coaches to see that. Well, so I was thinking – I would say – a great deal of the scoring for Team USA, I guess, as far as the rest of the teams probably fall into the same category, came on the special teams when you're on the power play. So I wanted to know how physical was that tournament compared to maybe what some of these guys might be used to? And then when you guys found yourselves with the man advantage, it seemed like that was super successful. So speak a little bit about the special teams. Yeah, I think we, we put a lot, like if you look at our practices we had ahead of time, we, we focus a lot on the special units, right? Because we know, like you said, that's a huge part of the three-on-three -three game. I mean, you have a two-minute bar play. Our, our team goal is to score, right? If you don't score on the bar play, you didn't do your job for the team, right? So we had guys that had a role. That was their role to go on the bar play and score, and they did it. Obviously, it was successful. But like I said, we put a lot of time into it. We had a lot of video sessions. So me and Swish and Pat, between every game, we would rewatch every game, see what can we do better. All right. PK, same thing. Our PK stepped it up big time. If you look at our first game, where every time we're in PK, we got scored on, and you look at our game three, I think we killed three PKs in a row. That you never see this in a full two-minute three-on-three, uh, three-on-three deck, right? So it's unreal how the players stepped it up and learned the system and stuck with the system, and it just showed how how well they did and stuff. But no, it was for the physicality. Obviously, it was it's it's World Cup, so they let it, you can play the body a lot more than in a season play. It's pretty. It's it would probably compare the physicality of D1 in the summer tournament. I would say something like that. But uh, but yeah, the kids stepped it up. Some of them it was their first time playing at. Most of them was their first time playing at the level that physicality, and they all they all stepped it up. And it's I have nothing like only great things to say about all these players. It's the way they've showed up and acted like professionals at that age. We had kids that were 14 years old on the team, and they showed up and so professional it's just unreal to see at that age and it's it's cool to see this is the future for us right so these guys are the ones that are going to play for the men's team oh, in yeah. years to come they're going to take our spots and it's it's it makes me the, excited just to seeing that like wow oh, like yeah, the, the future is bright for usa it's unreal you know no for real i mean being a young organization compared to slovakia and canada and being right there with canada um it, like nick's was saying it's the, the future you know, even, you know, of all our locations so far and as we expand is unreal. So, uh, you know, obviously I say watch out to all the other countries because <laughs> we're bringing more medals. Yeah. So kind of excellent points made there. And I kind of want to hit on that a little more. And Pat just said that, you know, young organization, this is really the freshman, the first oh, go absolutely. at this, right? Yeah. So no time off. No. You've got another tournament in what, two years. Yeah. What, what are you guys looking to kind of grow from there and then? What's kind of the plan and process to yeah. bring home gold? What's the future look like? Let's go to Patty on this yeah. one first. Well, I know I think obviously it's it's you know you got to play as much as you can, right? You know we're so right. We have a big event coming up here in the Quad City. You have seasons after that, so it's getting our 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 guys, our boys, our team to play as many games as they can, work their skills, keep in touch, 
play in tournaments together. I know a couple guys are coming down, right, that were from the U17, U19. They're playing together here in the Quad City. Um, so it's really, you know, keep the guys going, keep in touch with everybody, what they're doing uh, off, off the rink, on the rink, try to help them out too, what they can do off the rink to work their speed, work their agility, all that stuff. Um, and then, yeah, uh, it's going to be, uh, like I said, we proved to that we are, the, you know, it's, we're there. Mm -hmm. We came back with something that I think nobody expected from us, being so young. Uh, so, the, like again, the future is unreal, and then we're going to build from there, and it's going to be exciting. So let me paint you a hypothetical. So with the national tournament just, I guess, minutes and miles away, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's say there's a young kid. You guys are watching games. Yeah. Some kid from out of town you've never seen before. What's something that you look for or what's something that you might see to want you to dig deeper and look for a player and say, hey, this guy looks like he's got a lot of potential, but what's that initial first spark look like on maybe someone that you're, you're just casually watching a game and you're not even aware that they're going to be a talent? So what's that look like? Well, for, for me, my first point is the attitude. That's what I like saying. literally, yeah. like, I don't care if you, it's your attitude because no team will win if they have a cancer in the team or somebody negative on the bench. So we, the attitude, your, the, the way you react after a goal, not even have, when you score a goal, because everybody's pumped. The way a young player acts after he gets scored on or after he gets a trip and he, is he going to yell the ref? He's going to go down himself? Like, this is literally the number one thing I look, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, yes. it's, yeah, after, after. Well, after. Same thing you said, it's obviously you can have all the skill in the world, the best shots, the heavy shots, that's all the, the little tools we look for. But like Pat said, it sounds cliche, but that's our number one thing. We keep repeating, it's our philosophy, that's what it was. If guys like Pat said, you get tripped, you stay down, you start complaining at the referee. Yeah. We, we don't want that on our team, right? We want guys that are professionals. You get tripped as part of the game, you get back up and you go get back, get the ball, right? That's You keep competing and it's the competing level. I want to see guys that never quit. They battle hard. They nonstop, right? You lose a battle, you're right back. You back check, four check. It's both ways of the deck. But like you said, it's really, it's the, the attitude aspect that we want. Number one thing, yeah. Okay. So we kind of hinted out about six or seven times your national tournament going on. Obviously, you guys are going back-to-back -back weekends here. Montreal last weekend yeah. for the World Cup, and now we've got the uh, national championship, national yeah. tournament happen this weekend. Um, obviously, the biggest weekend of the year. Yeah, oh yeah. We all look forward to it. We know we've been using hashtag best week in the summer for years now, for sure. and it is. Um, but kind of wanted to just dig a little deeper because it had humble beginnings, right? Uh, charity tournament, then yeah. the Iowa games, and then two rinks, and it's grown. Uh, wanted to talk about up to 56 teams this yeah. year. Um, you know, Canada all over the United States. But wanted to ask and talk about what does that look like from a planning process and like recruiting teams and like what's what's everything that happens to make this that nobody gets to see? I think it came from a, a vision we had a couple of years ago. We were sitting down and we're just like, we had, like you said, we had the Iowa games, the, the uh, charity tournaments, all that. And we're like, we need a, a big event, a national event where we want to attract people from everywhere and have them see what the beauty of the big prizes three. and stuff. Like some, something that nobody's seen, like real, I mean, like 17,000 money in prize, like where do you see that, right? So we want like, the Quad C be like known for that and grow it every year. And it's, it's going to be the biggest one. Obviously, keeps getting bigger and bigger. We sold out in two weeks, a bunch of teams on the waiting list and stuff. So it, it's amazing, you know, for, for the community here and stuff. And so, uh, no, it's just the start of it. That's the beauty of it, too. We, we're still so young, but at the same time, big. Uh, so, you know, eventually we're looking to build a third rink and then accept more teams. 
and uh, in, in the future, we're going to host a World Cup too here. Uh, so many, you know, big uh, big events in the future and stuff. But uh, uh, like you're saying, you know, we're a couple uh, minutes away from the drop of the first ball for the national tournament. So it's going to be uh, again, like you're saying, the best weekend of the of the year for sure. Nick, anything to add? I uh, know, like you said, I think it's gonna, it's, it's great. Like we said, like adding just the atmosphere is, I think, uh -huh. what people will crazy about. It's already, I go there and I already have goosebumps. It's not even started. We're only Wednesday about to start game one. And I'm just watching and I'm like rethinking of all the memories and what's about more memories to come, right? And whether it's yeah. D1 or all the way down to D4 and juniors, every level is competitive. I ref in the National Summer Tournament, I can ref D4 and I'm like, wow this game is un it's unreal because everybody is so and like obviously rankings start from nothing but now to the point we are it's getting better and better and you can see just in Waterloo a couple months ago how the the teams are all on the same level right so every game is so close so competitive right for the most part so but uh, it's going to be a battle in every division I think D4 with 24 teams is going to be playoffs oh, are going to yeah. be crazy <laughs> starting Saturday night so it's it's like I said it's not just D1 is going to be unreal to watch obviously the top talent but every level is going to be just an epic show for sure guaranteed and with the juniors too i mean there's going to be crazy talent here and talking about the world cup that's these are the kids we're going to look at for yeah. Yep. Yeah. in oh, two yeah. years right so it's a big uh, big weekend for these young kids too so absolutely i mean we pretty much live there uh the entire <laughs> weekend we oh. look forward to it um actually been there all day um but one of the uh kind of other questions i wanted to ask or just dig deeper is in, uh, this is specific to D1. Um, obviously, there's a lot of talent on the you know East Coast, a lot in Canada, a lot in Quebec. And this year, you know, we had Quebec here last year. Now we have uh, Toronto, Toronto with the Outlaws. Yeah. Um, how how do you guys go about just you know trying to recruit that kind of level to you know travel literally halfway across the country? Yeah, well, obviously, you know, the, the word spreads out pretty quickly. Um, and again, it shows because we sold out in two weeks. Um, but uh, the the funny story, and obviously, we were in Slovakia for the World Cup um, for the, you know, for the, the men's uh, level. Uh, and we, uh, Great Britain, that's kind of the team. And a couple of those guys were, you know, from the Toronto area. So we kind of became good friends. So, um, so that's how kind of that team got to really know the quad city and they're like hey we got to come down here and try to win that money uh so they're super pumped they've been emailing us and texting us and calling us and they're like literally i mean they're they're going crazy like uh, they're leaving they're coming here on friday morning so uh they're they're pumped to come here and uh try to uh to compete and win and uh, have a good time this uh this whole week I think a lot comes down to also, like I said, it's the atmosphere and the, the fans there, the, like we call it a big family where everybody comes and supports and watches. And I think it's the, the power of social media right now. It's people oh, yeah. see this on the internet everywhere and they see the live feed game and like, wow, like where is that? Where's Iowa? They have three on three deck. What is that? Right. And I want to try it. Right. The Pittsburgh Gauss last year, they saw it's like, wow, this looks legit. They saw videos and stuff. There's actually people watching. They have live stats. They have like everything is is professional they have all gear everybody's wearing a helmet like it's a, but like some places they don't have like set rules so this yeah. is organized it's professional and i think people are now the the word's spreading out right we're getting talent from everywhere just like the storm right professional guys yeah. they're not they're not local guys right uh, some guys live in toronto some guys live in minnesota they're guys from different areas they're all coming here just to play deck right so the, like you said, I said every division is going to be unreal, but the, the talent D1, I think, is going to be a, an epic show that's not going to, you don't want to miss out. It's going to be fun to watch the top talent compete in our, our own backyard, right? And that was the goal of it to bring that. That's why we want an open division. It was like we need the best of the best to be playing 
together, right? Yeah. There's no limits. You can have anybody on your team, and that's how you see who the best players are at that level, yeah. right? Well, no, and I, I can attest to kind of the word spreading and the atmosphere because other people I've talked to from out east and you know other tournaments, they've tried to emulate. You know, Tent City. Absolutely. So it, it's absolutely a great it's weekend. It's tough to put into words. But before we go too quickly, uh, speaking of the live stats and things like that, NDA3on3.com, especially for you local guys, we've been getting a lot of questions about that. NDA3on3.com, it'll have live game updates in real time. Everything that you need to know is there from schedules to stars of the game, the whole nine yards. So make sure you guys are checking that out. But, um, Check anything else here? Closing remarks, boys. What what what's, what do we got in store for this weekend? Is the QC going to keep the check like they did last oh. year? Or is somebody going to hoist it above and, and <laughs> take it out? Away. Five two seven two two is reigning champion. So <laughs> who's going to be the next one? What do you think? I don't know. I think it's like I said, it's going to be a battle. Like you look at last year, we finished the decades. We finished third in the round robin of five teams, and we lost to. Louisiana, we lost to Pittsburgh, and that's the two teams we, we ended up taking yeah. in the semis and the finals. We ended up beating them both games by one goal. And for those who remember the the epic final, I mean, we were down 5-2 with four minutes left. So Unreal it's going to be like last year. This it's it's it, no game's going to be given out for free no. this year it's going to be everybody's here to compete the level is unreal like i said at every level is going to be the competition is going to be so tight and it's going to be fun games to watch for sure and, th and that's the beauty of it too obviously you know we're talking about the one the elite of the elite competing you know against each other um but you know every level you know they go you know it's the people want to win they compete and go hard so everybody has a place to play at their own level and have an amazing time uh, you know, and, and be part of this uh, amazing weekend. So, uh, yeah. Well, it's going to be a great weekend for sure. I'm sure Tent City is probably already rocking and rolling. Uh, we want to give a big thanks to Crawford, literally right down the road from the deck. Come on in. They're giving you $2 off beers for all participants this weekend. So greatly appreciate it to them. Also, stay tuned as our studio will be changing once again. We're going uh, mobile. Thanks again. Uh, Nick Thole at Landjet is going to be letting us use their mobile boardroom to actually record. So we'll have the high-speed internet and a lot of the things that we actually need to produce these, we can actually do on a vehicle that we will have parked there, I think, for Saturday and Sunday. Yep. Uh, so want to thank both of them for helping us out, as well as everybody else who subscribes. Again, NDA3on3.com is where you're going to get all your stats. DeckHockeyFocus.com for all of our stuff. Make sure you guys are checking out uh, our YouTube channel. We need more subscribers there. I know you're out there. Click the button. Help us out. Uh, Shackleford, anything else? No, I think you wrapped it up. Just want to say thank you to uh, you guys, Juan, for Thanks, boys. You know, Thanks put all the work coming in the tournament. We love it. We uh, love it. Best definitely of luck. ambassadors for the game, and uh, you know, just looking forward to everything that we've got coming up. Check us out in Tent City and stay tuned.